Well, hello there, everybody. This is Charlie S. Dog, and my name is Susie Gotzi. And today, Charlie and I are going to be talking about living with animals. Now, um, if you're new to this uh, particular Facebook Live, Charlie and I used to do a radio show, so there wasn't really any picture with it. And um, we would talk about all sorts of things. And, um, you know, we started doing Facebook lives just for the fun of it. And I think Charlie asked for it. But um, for me, uh, it was a little bit of like, <gasps> because I usually can't really prepare for these shows. Because if I start asking him questions prior to the show, he will basically communicate with me. And then it's no longer really there in the moment and plus i will forget what he said so um <laughs> so really there is no preparation so we are always on the spot and today we are both here on camera last time he was outside <clears throat> and didn't come in for the show but this time he's here so so charlie um we're talking about living with animals and by the way this was his topic it's your topic so um, what did you actually have to say about living with animals? <laughs> um, the very first thing he said is, you guys really don't get us. What do you mean by that? Um, so he's saying that we put a lot of uh, interpretation into everything. So it's not so much about what is really going on, but really what we think is going on. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, how could this change? How could this get easier? How could this get better? Like, what what is actually required here for this to be different? Or how can we understand you better? Well, to the latter, he just said, well, listen, um, in general, how, you know, how can this change? Um, well, it's like the willingness to... Hmm. I'm not quite sure how to say this because it's, a, it's an energy he's giving me that I'm not really totally sure how to... <laughs> how to um, put in words and it's very funny how he's now putting his nose in the pillow <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> today I have a little bit of a cold going on here so um, but but let's actually back up for a moment too because you know living with animals of course um, you know, to me was like living with our pets, but is it just our pets? He says, no. So it's not just the pets we're talking about here. We're talking about, we're really talking about everything, every animal that we're living with in however way, shape or form we are. So um, let me, let me move this a little bit so we can have him in the picture again. 
since this is our show. So, um, okay, so let's actually see what what could be a possibility here with changing this. And I just want to make sure also that everything is working and that we are live. Um, I am not recording this in any other way. So um, I just wanted to double check here, but I am having a hard time finding that here. I should have I should have checked earlier. Um, anyway, so I hope this is working. If you are watching, maybe give me a thumbs up. Um, I know somebody is watching, and of course, I don't have my glasses on. So, um, hey, April. So if you can hear us, um, give maybe give me a, a thumbs up or or write a yes or something, and that way I know everything is up and running and working and we're good. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, um, and if I don't see you writing anything, April, then I I should probably get worried. <laughs> Thumbs up. I like it. Okay, cool. All right, Charlie. So let's get serious. No, seriously, let's not get serious because we are way too serious, as we know, and we take things way too seriously normally. So, um, okay. So what he was saying earlier is basically that we're not really listening to what is going on for the animals and that we're putting our own thoughts into it too much. And so we're interpreting what's going on for them instead of really asking them a question. Well, mainly nobody has ever really taught us that we could ask animals a question. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, <clears throat> for the longest time we have been told that <clears throat> you can talk to animals or in religion, <clears throat> animals are actually seen as the lesser beings, the beings that really don't have a lot to share, that don't have a lot to um, to contribute to our lives here. And, you know, we are the ones that are in charge of them. We're the ones that have to make sure that everything works for them or not. Um, we are in charge of their lives. We can basically choose whatever we want over their lives. And that is sort of how the reality currently is functioning around animals. And there isn't a lot of gratitude. There isn't a lot of asking questions. And there isn't a lot of living with. A lot of it is choosing over, deciding for, but not so much like asking a question and living with. So, Charlie, what... Um, what would you actually like to say here or do you okay so um so in a way it's okay um it's interesting because there is sort of that that sense of like um boredom in his in his um in his whole demeanor right now where uh so what are you bored about um and he says well it seems like we're having this conversation over and over um yes that is correct uh unfortunately there has been a lot of that you know having that conversation over and over in terms of having to deal with the stupidity that is out there with people when it comes to animals. And so, yes, the conversation is over and over. You know, um, years ago, 
people didn't even think that animal communication was possible, yet everybody who has ever been close to their animal knows that they have communicated with their animal. And, you know, but then certain people that started having interactions that were undoubtedly changing something, all of a sudden it became like a commodity. It became famous. People started looking at it going, how is this possible? Can you really talk to an animal? And and so all of a sudden it got a little bit more in vogue and people started recognizing that, yes, maybe there is something to this. And yet, yes, we're having the conversation over and over about, hey, guys, what is it actually going to take in this world for everybody to recognize that we we if we really would like to live on this planet together, some things have to change. We can't just assume and stay on with what we're doing with the animals on this planet if we would like to have a planet where we're living together and where we're honoring of each other and where we're willing to listen to each other and really truly look at what each other require and desire in life. So, um, and if that was to include nature and animals, then a lot of things are going to have to shift. And so, and that's really what, you know, my target is here is to shift some of these points of views that people have about animals, about life on this planet. And yet Charlie seems to be bored right now with this um, over and over and over talking about this. Okay, cool. So what would you like to talk about then? <clears throat> Um, wow. So, it, hmm, this is kind of cool. So he just gave me an energy, but what I would like to invite you to is right now, just perceive the energy on the planet. If it was the way that you knew was possible in terms of honoring and being with animals. Would there be more space on the planet? Would there be more peace on the planet? What would that be like for you and for the whole planet and everybody on it, really? Wow, that's a really cool energy. So, okay. So, Charlie, what else? Um, um, so the 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 thing that just pop in for me is the whole bits and pieces of like oh do we have to save do we have to save the planet save the animals and it's it's an interesting energy the saving part you know um, if you are in that energy of you having to save something then again you're seeing yourself as the superior the one that is in charge of everything we are 
in a way, the ones that are the most destructive on this planet at the moment. We're creating a lot of havoc. And from that sense, we are in charge because we are running around like lunatics doing whatever we want and destroying the the very place that we are um, taking our food from and all this other stuff. So it's an interesting concept. I've never quite understood it. Even as a little child, I was mortified by all of this behavior and I didn't really understand how we could function that way. Like, why were we choosing that? And and then um, in biology, I, I learned about viruses and I thought, oh, viruses do the same thing. They actually thrive until their host is dead and then who knows, they die, they, they go some other place, they do whatever. And so I was like, oh, this is very similar. Um, we as people, we just, you know, we, we constantly do stuff, um, but we also are at the moment in the process of destroying our hosts. And Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, always says, hey, guys, if we don't steer this boat in a different direction, there is maybe another 15 years or so before we really can't steer it into another direction anymore. So now is the time to choose to steer it in another direction. So are you on board? Are you are you coming along? Are you willing to change this? Are you willing to be one of those people that are looked at weirdly because you really are looking for a different future that includes animals, that includes all the beings on this planet, not just people and not just about you know, building more and whatnot. And I'm not saying stop building. I'm saying ask some questions before you put a building up. Like what what could it look like if we were truly, truly, truly honoring the planet and everything around us? So um, that's just a little sidetrack here. But um, let me actually check if you guys are making comments over there. I'm sitting so far away because I wanted to include us both. But now he stuck his nose in here. So... Um, from by, way back there, I can't see anything. Um, so, okay, I'll, I'll just see that you guys are here. Um, and thank you for watching. I really I appreciate it. So, like I said before, this used to be a radio show, and now it's Facebook Live. So, I'm on the spot. Charlie's on the spot. And um, <laughs> so, the whole conversation is a little bit different than if I was anonymously sitting just in front of a microphone. So um, now you get to see my face. You get to see how Charlie is doing the radio show and, well, Facebook Live now. But um, he he oftentimes does just lay next to me and sort of is in a quote-unquote resting position. But the funny thing is he always knows when we're about to do these and he picks a spot where he wants to be and then um, he gets ready. But it's not like, oh, I'm getting ready for the radio show and now I have to do this and that. It's more like he's aware that we're going to have a conversation and he's putting himself in whatever space that is for him at the time that works for him. Um, last time he was outside and he was nowhere to be found, which was also interesting. I've never had known him to be really one to disappear on me. So that was really interesting. And he showed up right after the show which was also interesting, and he was quite happy. Um, so, okay, Charlie, what um, <clears throat> what else do you want to say about living with animals? 
what else? Um, okay, he says I should run a clearing. Okay. Well, what should I run a clearing on? Okay. <clears throat> um, <coughs> okay. Hmm. So what stupidity are you using with the lack of animal communication you are choosing? Everything that is, will you just turn on creative, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What stupidity are you using with the lack of animal communication you are choosing? Everything that is, will you just turn on creative, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I know that the ones that I see here online right now are familiar with the clearing statement, but if you come across this and you have never heard this before, this is the clearing statement that we use in Access Consciousness, and it is a tool to get whatever has you stuck in a point of view to be reversed and basically turned around and for you to now have choice again. And so this clearing statement brings whatever energy back to the point of creation and undoes it. So um, if you want to know more about the words that I'm using and the whole thing, please go to theclearingstatement.com. Okay, cool. And by the way, accessconsciousness.com is what uses these tools. And, um, and these are the tools that I've been using for a while now and I'm really enjoying. So, okay, cool. All right. Uh, so Charlie, what, what else about... Um, living with animals. Hmm. Okay, so he um he is throwing in the the idea like so you know I was just talking about stupidity and he he was he was basically giving me the energy of like hey you know we have this point of view that when we are talking about chicken, for example, that chicken are stupid. So we will say, well, chicken is stupid. And so then we justify all the things that we are allowed to do with an animal like a chicken because they're stupid. Um, and we have to find them as such. So what stupidity are you using with the definitions of animals you are choosing? Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what stupidity are you using to define animals are you choosing? Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what if we no longer categorized animals by that and actually I have to tell this real quick because there was somebody who had decided that dogs were like we have all these measurements how we figure out how smart animals are and you know compared to us of course because we are the smartest thing there is you know obviously uh, so we come up with these tests and we want to know um, if an animal has like a, a recognition of self, 
And so um, they did this test with a lot of animals like dolphins and monkeys and, you know, animals that we consider smart animals. And so what they did is they, they put, they taped a, a, a tape, an X on their forehead and they, they let the animal like look in the mirror and the animals that were removing the X or looking at it or, or doing something with it had a sense of self. Now, the dogs didn't do that. The dogs didn't care that they had an X on their forehead. And so people were like, oh my God, dogs are stupid. But then what actually was interesting, the lady who is who was the author of this book, and I'm sorry, I don't have it in my head right now, who this book is written by, but basically she said, look, dogs don't go by their sight. They really go by their nose. So she conducted a different test. She took urine samples from all different kinds of dogs. And she explained the whole experiment and she did a lot of things. But in the end, what she did is she she put a lot of different urine samples around a room in veils, vials, vials, sorry, not in veils, in vials. And so um, and so also the the urine sample of the dog that she was going to let go through there um, one of the dog just purified and then not purified, but just the pure urine and one that was contaminated with less than a drop from another dog's urine. So basically, so one was the, the dog that was going to sniff around. So, and then one was contaminated with another dog's urine. So, um, so what she found out is that the dog never smelled his own urine but always spent a lot of time smelling his contaminated urine. And so he was concerned about who had contaminated his own smell. And that was more interesting than even all the other urine samples. They were also being sniffed at, but less than that. So she said, well, so dogs do have a sense of self, but it is by their scent and not by their look. So interesting, all of that to me, only because we always try to figure out how smart these animals are. But again, we have to use these scientific tests rather than being willing to ask a question. <laughs> so what stupidity are you using to, to create the definitions of animals you are choosing? Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Time's a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And again, what stupidity are you using to create the definitions of animals you are choosing? Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Time's a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so... Um, all right, so... What else about living with animals? Let me peek again if you guys have written anything there. Okay. Um, all right, cool. So, um, sorry, I sit too far away to really check that. And then when I get closer, I need my glasses. So there. Um, okay, Charlie, so what else about living with animals? Um, he says, he basically says, you can still eat them, <laughs> which, 
you know, then he delivered a lot of other energy with that, which basically the topic that a lot of people have is that they say, oh, if I really truly love animals, I have to be a vegetarian. If I truly want to honor the animals on this planet, I have to be a vegetarian. And basically Charlie is saying, you don't have to be a vegetarian. Um, and there is a lot going on on this planet that has to do with the slaughter and the way that we are currently raising the animals that we are eating that is dishonoring of the animals. But it's not that all animals would be opposed to that and they would say that, oh, you shouldn't eat us. That is actually not the case. And Charlie is just reminding us that it doesn't have to be that everybody on this planet has to be a vegetarian. Um, <laughs> and then he says, and we're eating too much. So, <laughs> yes, um, you know, ever since I started um, using the tools of access consciousness, I have noticed that I have literally eaten less and less and less. And so in that sense, it is so true we eat a lot and we often eat a lot more than our bodies are asking for. And there is all this information about how many calories we have to take in in a day and all that stuff. But how much of that is really true and how much of that is really what our body would truly desire and require? So there's also questions we can ask our bodies about that. Um, but again, so what if we really could look at a different possibility here that includes just really truly the honoring of the animals? And it is interesting because, um, you know, children, I've met a few children that, that say, oh, I, you know, I would never eat an animal and yet they're eating like a hot dog. And you're like, well, what is a hot dog? Well, it's a hot dog. Well, what is it made out of? Well, it's a sausage. Well, what is where does a sausage come from? And most kids nowadays don't, well, from the supermarket, most kids nowadays don't even know anymore what it is that they're eating. They don't see where meat comes from. They don't see where vegetables are grown unless they really get an education that way. But a lot of kids don't really get that anymore. And it's really interesting so there, there, there is this this weird thing about what is food and and what is really truly nurturing to our bodies and what do our bodies ask for when it comes to eating and how much of that you know and if you for example go to Texas it's like mind boggling what they put on a plate you know um, I, I sometimes look at this the plates that you get in a restaurant there and I go wow this is probably amount, the amount of food that I would eat in three or four days and not in one meal. So it is very interesting how we have been, well, I don't know, conditioned in a way about how much we have to eat, what we have to eat in order to be healthy. So would you be willing to maybe start asking your body more questions about that? Would you be willing to have more of a um, of a communion or a, a relationship with your body where you can actually ask your body a question about the food that you're eating, how much you're eating, when you're eating, 
and all of that. So cool. And I'm expanding a lot on what Charlie gives me here as his, as his little tidbits. But, um, <laughs> but I know that, you know, he throws out these little pieces and then I just run with them. So hopefully you are okay with that too. Um, and if not, Hey, um, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, you, pro well, whatever. Pock and pod me. Okay. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I just went on a little tangent here. Okay. Forget about it. All right. So Charlie, what else about living with animals? <clears throat> what else are we? Give me that again, maybe in a different way. I did not quite get that. I'm being a bit stupid here. Can you show it to me again or give it to me again, please, Charlie? Um, this is something very different and I don't know exactly what he's talking about. Um, the energy is really different from anything that I could, uh, like grasp onto or compare it with or have a clue about, um, Oh, um, so the energy he was just sharing, um, would be that sense of like a true, a true being together and a true, uh, a true communion with all things. And communion is a word that we do use in access consciousness when we're describing that sense of oneness um, in a different way. Um, so so basically again if 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 we were if we were willing to be vulnerable enough to allow ourselves to step into that energy, a lot of things would be changing. Um, a lot of the things that we're choosing now wouldn't be possible to choose because it would go against every fiber of our being.
if you're willing to tap in right now and receive that energy. Um, it's definitely giving me a sense of being nauseous and to me uh, that is also like that that real rawness and in a way you know being nauseous not as like oh this is a bad thing it's more like that wow um being really raw in a way i guess but i don't it doesn't even really describe this very well sorry i don't have better words for it but would you be willing to be that energy I guess um, I'm not sure if Charlie has anything else to share. So if you have any questions, um, maybe write them in if you like. Hello, everybody. <laughs> like I said, I need the glasses when I come closer. Um, but if you like to ask Charlie something, please do. Um, but from my perspective, um, we could end our show for today here. So if you don't have any questions, I would say we will uh, announce our next show sometime soon. Uh, we, we have uh, chosen to do these shows together. And unfortunately, lately, I have been traveling quite a bit. So... Uh, there haven't been a lot of times that we're hanging out in the same place. So for that, um, the, the shows have been limited, but maybe we'll change that. Of course, it would be different because we wouldn't be together on Facebook Live, but um, maybe there could be a show every now and again that, that is just my face. Or we could just have a show with Charlie and nobody's talking. How about that? Or Charlie could be on Facebook and I could make comments. Well, that could be fun. Well, we'll figure something out. So uh, hopefully, you um, <laughs> hopefully you had fun watching. And thank you for watching from Mexico. I'm coming there soon. Well, soon in November, uh, coming to Mexico City. Looking forward to that. I'm doing some class with horses down there and all that. So yay! Um, SE on horses. SE on on bodies in Mexico City. How does it get better than that? <clears throat> really excited for that. And uh, yeah, so hey, thanks so much for watching today. I hope you enjoyed this and uh, we'll see you again next time. Um, <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>